This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O.com slash unbox, or click the link down in the show notes. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe, joined here today by Gabriel. Hello. And Roberto. Forever second. I don't know why I keep calling you Roberto on the podcast. I'm sure new listeners are probably like, who's Roberto? He says His name is Robbie. But that's your normal reference to him when we're not podcasting. Yeah, I call you Roberto a lot. Uh, That's Robbie. Robbie Payne. What's hilarious is the the way that that stuff works. (laughs) Just nicknames in general. Like what? Which Joe is from Meade County uh, in Kentucky. So he's... He is born and bred to nickname all things. It's just uh, well, it's bump. just how we communicate with <laughs> yeah. you, you things and all people. It's crazy as I had a really good friend in high school, and he came. I uh, grew up in Meade County, and so they moved to Elizabethtown, and and he nicknamed everything. Yeah, like, it's just you gotta like games, yeah. You name your truck. It's so odd everybody. because I grew you up name all in your the friends. country. I grew up on a farm. <laughs> grew up in Meade County. It's no, a Meade County, in Hardin County, one county, county adjacent. It's, it's different. My different mom's world. family is from Meade County. We did not nickname anything. It's, it's just so <laughs> weird. It's nicknames, like two different uh, worlds. Nicknames are just so interesting though, because like my parents, a lot of times will refer to me as Rob. No one calls Which me Rob. Which is so weird. <laughs> no one. Yeah. And if anyone else calls me Rob, it's super you're weird. You're like, what? Like, but they say Rob. it, and you're just like, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like a term of endearment kind of thing. And so I don't even consider it. I don't yeah. even think about it. And uh-huh. then I'm like, oh, wait, they call me, they do call me Rob, like, yeah. all the time. But it's not the same. Like, yeah. it's super weird. Like, my stepmom basically raised me, and we always called her Belinda, just that's the way we grew up. Yeah. But the calling her that didn't feel any different than calling her mom right yeah that, like her name almost became in my brain synonymous yeah. with that so it's sure. super weird how nicknames work so yeah. like when you call me roberto i don't even think about it. <laughs> that's like, roberto yeah. over there I mean, my son we don't call him by his name around the house he is the boy child that is what we call him boy child yeah, boy child is his like his login for his chromebook oh that's he is funny. the boy child that's, that's funny his, we'll box to, name and he'll have to unpack I, that when he turns you know, I know, if right? i if i say <laughs> boy child he comes running he's like hey dad what's up that's like, great yeah I said that I had everything ready for the podcast. We're getting started a little Wrong. later, and I remembered Paul the plant. I remembered Dan the dino. Boom. I forgot my water. <laughs> it's like I knew I was forgetting something. I got the I got the uh, light going. We're, we're rocking and rolling. You, Drink some you of that. get water after the break. That's right. Yeah, I gotta I gotta I so, gotta power so through. So did you like the strawberry? Doctor? I loved it, really? but I like mm. strawberries and cream stuff, and it's yeah. very real strawberry flavor. I might be Dr. Like, Pepper, I zero love, sugar, yeah, strawberry. I and love cream. a real strawberry milkshake with real strawberries. You might like that then. Yeah, but 
It's I've never had a strawberry beverage where I'm like, hmm, that's really good. It's always yeah, it tastes more like one. a natural strawberry mm, like milkshake. Uh, yeah. We're not drinking any coffee today, but shout it's out to Fresh Roast Coffee. I know. It's like, it's it's like the, weather the weather outside is warm, weird. but it's it's not. It's going to get cold. It's strange. It's going to uh, probably like when we get done with this, it'll be snowing probably. Yes. Shout out Why to. Why you shout say out, things like that? I know. That. It, it might be. Shout out to Fresh Roasted Coffee if you want a bag of special edition chrome unboxed. I anniversary had some coffee today. Yeah, I've had it's delicious. Yeah. I drank two while I was at home loading my uh, Traeger because I'm. I hope an that <laughs> I hope that they like the anniversary blend was obviously for their ten year anniversary. I hope it's for their eleven too. Yeah, it's I like it's, it's just, just hung around. I hope that they just keep keep they, bagging it for us. So. To, be, to be fair, they've got multiple other blends that, that are really, really very good. Yeah. Blackbeard's yeah. Revenge is fantastic. Yeah. Tiger Nebula, Tiger Nebula, Dark Nebula. Dark Nebula. Never once All drank Nebulas. a cup of this. And All been the Nebulas. Like, eh, it's just. So I've got good. my mom yeah. and my my sister in law on it. In the espresso machine, it probably wouldn't be great, right? Probably. For like, because that's we, we. But did we get? Uh, didn't we get like a little sample thing that had some single origin from them? I think Josh did, or Josh yeah, did. Josh I don't did. know. I remember doing a a pot with some Pots Guatemala yeah. roasted, like yeah, a, roasted or uh, uh, brew coffee. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, single yeah. origin's awesome, but it's just not good espresso. The anniversary blend, I feel like you can make a brew cup with, and it's fantastic in the yeah. espresso machine. Yeah, we, so it's it's a very versatile blend. That's why we picked it. It's our favorite. Yeah. If you want to check it out, yeah, chromabox.com forward slash coffee. Brewing a pot once or twice a week, and it's yeah. good. But it's it, like every Monday we get here, Robbie and I usually come in, we both, we drop our kids off at school, and we get here, and we play a little round of golf and make that first cup and every monday it's like man, ah, sometimes so it just hits different it it's does. like no it hits different every single it's, monday because yeah, i have good coffee good at home but i don't have a breville and our hookup like that. our setup here is awesome it's, it's perfect it's, yeah. it's the best i mean i come over here like i mean the coffee shop downstairs has good coffee it is good they have good coffee but we have equally as good coffee up yeah. here there's yeah. no like there's no doubt i don't go down there to get a cup of coffee if it. i'm downtown i just yeah i just pay for it oh, yeah, I, pay, no. I already paid for it here uh okay <laughs> let's dig into some news of the week let's start with spotify because um we we both tried spotify maybe like a year ago i've tried and spotify twice andrew prior to whenever this, andrew got me going on it that was the first time i tried it again and then it wasn't working and i went back and then recently went back to it again last couple it was months. actually my go-to back in 2012 yeah like that been when it first came out. i was yeah, on spotify because it came out too, i had yeah. an iphone at the time mm -hmm. it was the only iphone i ever had and one of the girls in the uh front office at the dealership that i worked at was always had spotify playing on her computer when i got there so um, yeah i mean it's there wasn't a whole lot to choose no, from back it's, a, it's <laughs> a it's a great service but there were some issues with some casting that was the main uh, issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is casting that was, was the issue. Casting was just jacked up, all and the time. it would just You'd stop. It would just stop. randomly stop. Yeah, and Man. it's super annoying because we we put on music in the office and just let it play. Um, and so having music cut off randomly, it's just annoying. Annoying, especially when you're in the middle of something trying to write or, or whatever. And well, so, and especially when there was Google Play Music slash YouTube Music always available, always working. And now there's all kinds of different uh, solutions, but. Like Google Play Music was it it had its issues too, but you know this it's had a fervent fan base. You know there Man. were people that were really bent out of shape when it, it went away. Um, I was kind of one of them. I was okay with it as long as I was just like if YouTube Music will just do. So how long I wrote six articles probably about YouTube Music's web player not having a cast button, yep. how absurd that was. I mean, yep. like that those are silly things to to not be able yeah. to do, uh, and that's yes. one of the things that. Spotify couldn't do like it, it was bad at casting. You know, like, I still miss Google Play Music, and th this is my big thing about it is that my my kids are really they're not musically inclined, but they love music. They love to just have their you know Nest Minis play music, or they'll be on their tablets or whatever. Google Play Music had a toggle for explicit filters. Yeah, YouTube Music uh, does not. Yeah. Nope. Now you can even if you apply like the kids settings with Family Link and all that stuff, it doesn't. So if the kids put on some music and then it just goes to whatever's next, never know. You never know what it's well, going to Spotify does. I haven't tested it yet. Um, I'd be interested because yeah. that would almost be enough to make me switch. Hmm. Uh, and so, so what happened was, I think we talked about this before, didn't we? The whole like us sharing the account. Yeah. I don't know just, if we talked about it on here or not. <laughs> just, just add it to the pile. Yeah. Just add it. Add it. Add it on. Uh, it is what it is. But yeah, we've I've, accepted I've, it at I've, this point. I've tried it a couple times to this point, and it was 
casting both times. One time, the first time I tried it, I was like, eh, I don't see enough upside here versus, right. there was no difference. versus Google Play Music at the time. Right. And Google Play Music was the thing that got me onto streaming music. You know, I, I started with uh, the fact that they had that and had the ability to upload your own stuff. Because that's back in the day. Yeah, I had that was CDs, cool. and I converted all of them digitally to 192 kbs. Yeah, you know, which is not like the highest. It's not like Wave, but it also was much better than the the streaming standard was right. 128. Yep. You, know, you could hear it like you basically hear it in like cymbals and high end stuff. Like it has a garbly sound to it yeah. uh, when you compress music like that. And so I hated that sound, and I liked having my own stuff. So I uploaded my entire library, like 15,000 songs so or something. Was there's the Vault? Somebody's was the vault. I don't know if they had a name for theirs or what. No, because they just they just used Google Drive. It, yeah. Like they linked it, it. It went through all kinds. Of, it's it was Google, you know. So it went through all yeah, kinds absolutely. of iterations. Eight but, versions. Yeah, but the the ability to do that and then upload my album art. You know, you could tack on if you tacked on the album art using. I had to use a Windows computer to do this. So like you know, and you'd have to go through name some of the albums. Wouldn't pick up names. I mean, I put a ton of work into my digital music library. Right. And so to, to know I had it somewhere in the cloud, this was early cloud computing. Mm -hmm. It was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And so that's what kind of turned me onto it. And then I just noticed six months to 12, 12 months into using the service. I, they, they upped the quality of the streams of their own music. Cause at first it wasn't good enough. So anything that was my music, I wanted to make sure I heard it in that one ninety two that I uploaded and, uh, it got better. And, I doubt their album art was always better and their, the naming on the songs is always accurate versus some of the things that I might've messed up over time. And it was just like, well, I started tending to like those and I started choosing the, the Google play version over my version, which is always a clunky thing anyway. Like when you look up an album and have like the, your version. Uh -huh. and, you know. Oh yeah. Um, but that was like the start of me going, um, huh? Yeah. I don't think I'm going to own music anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't have anything. I don't have any CDs anymore. And I still don't and get, I don't know why I would even want, why yeah, would I want no, them. And yeah, maybe you can explain them. this to me. I still don't understand why people purchase music that way. People still like the idea of collecting. It's it's no different than people buying bourbon or anything else. Like but they, even they digitally, because like I know I have some oh, friends. Oh, oh, oh buying, I, yeah, just I have friends personally oh, that buy no albums from Apple Music. And no I'm clue. like, why? I don't understand that. I mean, I think if you don't want to pay the subscription thing. fee. Right, I mean, if you don't want to pay the 10 But this so person's also a music they person buy like stuff all the time. Right? All, it, That's what happened you know, to me. You know who it is. Yeah. I wonder if the artist gets more of a cut when you buy the album instead of stream it. Probably. Possibly, but in this situation, I literally think it's just a matter of it's not control. knowing any different. Honestly, uh, that could I be. I feel like what it is, but I, some people I are some they people streaming are, as well and listening I to this. See, that's the thing. I don't think they stream. I think they just buy stuff that they want. Listen to it. Yeah, and I think there's still a lot of people that do that. Uh, and I think it's this idea that I don't want. Like, what if that service goes away? Like, you know, like I, I've sold off all my DVDs, for instance. Hey, I'm not going to watch a standard definition DVD like a weirdo anymore. <laughs> like a caveman. Yeah. <laughs> like all my DVDs were standard def. Yeah. I didn't have any Blu-rays. And so I like, I made that transition way back. And so it, it's the same idea there though. Like I'm going to buy these things so that I can make sure it doesn't fall off a of streaming. Like with movies and, and TV, that's, I still think more of a thing. Like for, I love wedding crashers. I love the movie wedding crashers. I just, I, it's one of those ones every once in a while I just want to watch. And so if I come across it on live television, sometimes I just stop. I went ahead and bought it on Google right. play movies. And so I know I can pull that movie up and watch it because I purchased it. It's not going anywhere, but sometimes it's not streaming anywhere. Yeah. It's not on a service. Cause these licensing and stuff, they'll bounce around. They can only be on one. Yeah. Music, like, music isn't that way. I feel like, I, I feel like they're in the last, honestly, like the last, gosh, probably since, since I started using Google play music, whenever it was fully streaming, there were some times early there when you'd look for an album and it wasn't there yet. It, they didn't have it. Very rare. And then like maybe, but like Spotify did or whatever. Yeah. Prince, oh, Prince was an example. Prince had an exclusive right. license with, it might have been Spotify. Yeah. It was exclusive with one streaming service. Yeah. Until he passed away, they've opened that up now, but it was very Super rare. Very, yeah. I think and YouTube. Very did, rare now. YouTube there are did a few, that whole, they were only on Amazon for a long yeah. time, but that's that's I, outlier. So. I'm, I'm not even going to guess the artist, but it's an it's an older, well-established artist who recently... Uh, Elvis. No, oh. <laughs> no, like pretty recently, and it might have been around some of the Joe Rogan stuff with Spotify, and they said they they were pulling their album, they weren't going to have their album on Spotify. It's like there's going to be random ones like that. Taylor but in Swift, general, Taylor Swift really threw a fit, but she threw a fit around streaming music yeah. in general for a little bit yeah, there, and she pulled all her stuff off of streaming yeah. music. You know, like 
I don't, I don't yeah. have enough money. She's making a little but money anywho, off the tickets. Anywho, the point is, like, these days, I cannot remember a time I've searched for an album on Spotify and it wasn't there. And that's the thing. Like, of the streaming services now, it has the most robust. Like, there are lots of artists who do specific albums or yes. specific stuff just for Spotify. Yep. And so that's that's another upside to it. And so it long answer to the question of, like, why do people buy? I, I yeah. Man, I have no idea. Like... Other than it's this idea that I have this and it won't go away, but it's just yeah. not, that's not music anymore. Like movies is a different thing than, and so I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess if I, but if that's the thing, if I'm paying for Spotify and it somehow they fold up shop, okay, well I'll go to back to YouTube music. And if that, right. Oh, Google cut it off. All right, well I'll go to, someone's going to pick up yeah. that mantle. Guarantee it. There's too much money yeah. involved. Like in I could almost get, like, I, I know people who are collectors vinyl and stuff like that. I, I get that like physical stuff, but like, Somewhere at some point, I purchased the movie Interstellar. I have still not watched it. Do not judge me. <laughs> My wife cracks on me. Own about, it. Yeah. Wow. I don't know where it is. Oh, I don't know what, what platform I bought it on. It might have been on Movies Anywhere when Movies Anywhere was still a voodoo. thing. It it's might, on Voodoo. It might have been Voodoo, which is owned by Walmart. I can't find it because it was on the other day and it was like the last 20 minutes <laughs> of the movie. And I was like, oh man, I really need to watch it. So I yeah. clicked to see where it was available to watch. It's not on any. So I own like 17 streaming services <laughs> yeah. and there's nowhere I can watch this movie. Cause yeah. it's, is it Sony? Is it, uh, I think so. Yeah. Whoever, whoever it is that Nolan makes it. So bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure what the deal is there, but <clears throat> anywho, you know, I, I, for some reason, I guess you had switched back to it here recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've been telling me stuff, different things about it. And I was like, eh, I'm kind of interested. And, you know, you kind of proved the, the point that the, the streaming or the uh, casting has been fixed, mm-hmm. you know, because it cut off a couple of times. I'm like, see, it's still doing that stupid thing. You're like, no, it's because I've switched over to my, my headphones. Yeah. Uh, and then that's, I, and I didn't realize what they were doing until I got the Tesla. Yeah. And so I got the Tesla and I thought like, oh, I'll just install some apps. No, that's mm. not a thing. <laughs> it's very low. It's, it's a car, so that's probably Can't a good thing. Side yeah. load it. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to be hacking this. It needs to be super duper secure. Um, so they have Tidal, Apple Music, and Spotify. Well, Tidal, no. Um, Apple Music, yeah, I did the Tidal had, for Tidal Tidal. had yeah. potential when it first came out. And but they're all about, you know, lossless audio yeah, and stuff like that. Everything else I listen to, I'm like, I don't have a problem with it. It's not like yeah. we're listening to 128 kilobit streaming. And so I, uh, I was like, well, Spotify is an option in here and it's built in. Like yeah. I was listening to Bluetooth and sometimes the, like the playlist I was listening to would show up and sometimes yeah. it wouldn't. Right. It's like, it just feels janky. And then I got to make sure the phone's connected and all that stuff every time versus getting in there and you got this big old screen. You just go hit the button yeah. or I sit down and the music just comes right back on because yeah. you never really turn the car off, you know? Um, so I was like, ah, this would, this would probably be worth getting a Spotify thing. So I knew you had the the subscription. Yeah. And I was like, I think they have a family or a group rate or something like that. So we did like the couples. <laughs> And you got to live in the same address. It's called Duo. And it was like, it was like, confirm that this person lives at the same address as you. And I sent it to Robbie and said, yikes. They should do, all the streaming services should do like a proscription. Yeah. (laughs) You pay a little bit more because you don't live in the same place. But, you know, like, just group it up. There's nothing happening. If anybody from Spotify is listening, sorry, but. That's what, that's what, that's what Google does. They let you have your family. You know, it's like yeah. friends and family. I think there's a next tier <laughs> up. The, the next tier up is like a family account, yeah, but I still think people. you have to have the same residence. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so the residence Anywho. is here at the office. Yeah, we're we're set up. We're, we're rocking. We're here enough hours a day. We, so. hey, we own a legal address at this office. But that's so right. There's nothing Done. wrong with it. Can't you can put nothing. me on there. Oh, I do sleep go. here sometimes. <laughs> I don't. I'm wrapped up in one of the moving blankets. <laughs> I've not intentionally gone to bed here ever, but yes. So yeah, so I I went ahead and you know we got signed up and started using it. And then I realized the brilliance in what Spotify has done with the casting part of their solution. And as soon as I realized it, I'm like, I'm sold. Like, because we have our, our old boss, we talk about all the time, Kenny. You know, he he'll constantly be like, "Oh, look at this thing that Spotify is doing." Like at the end of the year, the way it wraps up all oh, your stuff and the, yeah. the way that it recommends things and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, I know so, Spotify is awesome, and you know, but I the get casting was not. I working. get YouTube music for free with my YouTube Premium. Again, right. I'm you know, you, 
drag my YouTube premium account for my cold dead hands. <laughs> I'm never giving that up. No way. Yeah. Until they give creators an ad free. Yeah, that would be yeah, awesome. That would be nice. Then I might get rid of it. I don't know. Then we'd, if all, you have then a, we'd all be sharing a YouTube. Yeah, I know. Uh, like, uh, what have you been watching, what? dude? Weirdo. <laughs> Dog music? Yeah. <laughs> Mine, mine's just a ton of disc golf videos. Mine would be a uh, video game. I get the cr- – my kids watch YouTube on the TV on no, my then that's account. the other thing. My kids and your kids yes. mixed in. I the get Lanky Box and makeup videos. Lanky Box. And there's this one – It'll there's, end one day. Yeah, I promise. There's yeah. box. They've kind of worn off of that. They're into Preston and Presley now, who yeah. are pretty big game. Which Presley, Preston's like 26, but him and his wife. This one girl they watch. All she does is buy unclaimed luggage and unclaimed packages, and she sits in her bedroom. And I mean, they're they're clearly clearly very well off. They're probably yeah. I think they're both YouTubers. But I'm like, this stuff pops up in my feed, and I'm like. What? Why is this? No, I just go through uh, my yeah. history and delete it all. Yeah, yeah. get, so, get rid of this. Get this out of the algorithm. But uh, it's weird. Yeah. So, uh, I don't remember the point I was making. So, oh, so, yeah, so, I've got to go in. So, their 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 whole thing, uh, Spotify's whole thing now with with streaming or with uh, casting, is basically on the back end on the server side with your account. It's it's basically keeping up with where you are choosing to play back your right. music. So I can open my phone, I can open my Chromebook, wherever on my watch, the Spotify app on Wear OS is pretty good. I can choose the source. Basically, it's no different than just a, a, a an output selector, and I can just choose. I can tell it where I want to output my music. So I pick the album, and then I go. Well, I'm going to output this to my watch. If I got earbuds paired to my watch, boom, then I can listen to all my watch, and then I can immediately hit that button and tell it to go out of my Chromebook, and then tell it to go out of my phone, and tell it to go out of the Tesla, or tell it to go out of the the cast group becomes a device basically in that list, and so it never has an issue, and it's yeah. not just hey, it's casting and it kind of works. It's it's actually a better solution to the entire thing because like so if 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 I've started a cast with my phone, for instance, we're we're playing you know our par three here in the morning. Then I go to the desk, get ready to start writing. I'm like, eh, I don't want to sit here and be casting from my phone all day. It's easier to go from the Chromebook because if the, something comes up I don't like or whatever, I can change it. Well, then I can go with YouTube Music. I go to the computer and I click cast. And sometimes it'll just join the existing cast and like put you in the flow. And then I choose a different album. Sometimes it cuts the music oh, off yeah. completely. Starts your cast. Sometimes okay. it won't find the cast group. Sometimes, like, it's just like. It just depends on that, the day. and do, I, I get the uh, like when you're casting, I get the little uh, yeah. music note in the shelf, and I can kind of control it, but it's right. not my cast, right? I, yeah, it's, and then sometimes if you try to join it, you can, it'll yeah, join, and, and then sometimes you keep you going, can. and sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it stops the cast, sometimes you got to restart it, or you you join it, it stops the music, you try to start the music, it doesn't work, you try to turn off the cast from the web player, and it looks like it turned it off, and then yeah. you try to recast to it, and it sits there and spins, and it's like. It's this whole broken thing, whereas the way Spotify has it done, as soon as I choose that output to a different selection, that cast session stops immediately, and I can restart Which it if I want to. Which is a shame, because you would think that the company that created the cast protocol would have... Because even simple stuff like moving room. <laughs> well, I say it's simple stuff, but like moving rooms and different things like that, it's just... It's yeah, just doesn't work. Yeah. And so this has been a fantastic solution. Yeah. Like I and love the ability to just throw from one device to the next and, and have that control over it and know that like if I'm listening to something, I'm jamming on it, I can pause it real quick. When I get in the Tesla, if I didn't leave, if I stop the music, if I'm playing something in a Tesla, when it wakes back up, it basically will take over the Spotify stream. It'll stop on my phone immediately, but it won't play what's playing on my phone unless it's not already playing something. So if it was, I'm just on the home screen in Spotify or whatever, It'll pick up and be like, "Oh, this is where we are now." Stop playback on the phone. I'm starting playback here. It's like it's this seamless, yeah. like handoff transition, and it's on all my devices, yeah. and it just works we need the way to, it should. I, I, yeah. I really do like it. We need to because it's it's kind of on their servers. We need to try the um, like join. So, so the join session. yeah, the join session stuff. So I, it's not even that I'm necessarily even casting at that point, right? It's just that I'm joining your cast session so through think, their servers. I kind think of? you join my session even if I'm not casting, right? I think. So um, has, what does that mean? You pick up on what they're so playing. I got a playlist so if he's going on his Chromebook right. on the web interface, okay. and you're playing songs. I can join that session if we're on the same Wi-Fi, right? And start messing and start around adding songs, add or, some stuff to the queue, change yeah. some stuff, and so we can kind of share. I don't Collaborate. know. Collaborate. I've not messed with it. I haven't either. Really, I remember Andrew wanting Andrew one day was like, "Hey, let's both." 
he was playing music. He was like, hey, you can join my session. Yeah. Right. And I remember it worked, but I didn't really think about it, and I haven't yeah. thought about and it until literally it's just all now. all in, so you don't have to worry about whether the Wi-Fi and the cast sessions do right. like that. Like, and they the must they must be that. doing it very everything very well because what did that Google announced something recently where they they highlighted Spotify? I don't remember. What, it might have been with the was it at no it wasn't at the Pixel event. I don't remember that. There was something they yeah. did and Spotify was like in the spotlight with it. So hmm. I mean I don't know. There uh, I have to go back and look. It was some, I don't even know if it was a hardware I feel thing. Like I remember might, what you talking. Yeah, about. I, I do too. I just can't place. Because I remember was. thinking, oh wow, they're talking about Spotify, not YouTube Music. But yeah. yeah, it's like they're just like, yeah, okay, we get it. Most people are on Spotify. Yeah, and well, it's just, and, it's, and that's the thing. I looked it up for the article that I wrote too. Like they're they are by far the number one streaming platform in the world. Yeah, they're also the number one place for podcast yeah. period and that's like the and most so, most plays most downloads happen through Spotify. and so and my thing too is i i had used pocket cast for a long time for uh podcasts i also use the google podcast app yeah but in spotify i can literally have my music and my podcast right there so whenever i get in my truck i can just tap the podcast and shows yeah. pick up on that podcast right there or if i want to listen to music boom click over to that album that i was listening to like it's, it's so integrated pod, podcasts yeah. in google music google play music at one point they started to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right but then before they, they shut it down but they, then they created right as they were moving as to, to yeah, YouTube music thing. yeah they created that and so it's just like again yeah. it's it is the beauty of seeing a company that has kind of one thing to focus on focusing right. on it's, it. it is their they are that's it a, that's all they do and no streaming they're thinking audio like hmm how, how can we make this better for people over and over and over again and they weren't the best like i did not love spotify for a long time and now i'm the I'm sold. the uh the video podcast stuff that they're introducing i think a lot of most podcasts can do it now. I don't know if they fully rolled it out in the U.S. to where everyone can upload a video with their podcast. I know oh, we wow. got it. We got access through Anchor, yeah. but we upload on YouTube, so that's our kind of hub for that. But yeah. there's a lot of people that maybe don't have the know-how or the time to set up a YouTube and do all this different stuff. They can just set it up through uh, Spotify, which is dope. <clears throat> but they, yeah, they have just like honed this product over the years, oh, and. Yeah. I'm blanking on their CEO's name right now, but he was on uh, the Tim Ferriss podcast that I listened to several years ago, and I remember just being like, "This guy is like, got it. Like he right. knows his he knows his stuff, and like this product is really interesting." And I felt like it would evolve at that time. You know, casting was just a, you know, it's just a uh, it was a, a no no go. Like there's no option to yeah. use that service if it was not going to cast in the office for us. Um, but yeah, it's like it's cool to see them evolve and to use this like cloud technology you know mm -hmm. like obviously they're a cloud company like all of the streaming they're doing is through the cloud sure. obviously but but to have this cast stuff and the yeah and not the way it's any, like using their servers it's it's just very cool did not feel any drop off like going to their web app for instance yeah. like their web app on the chromebook is so good i still like, need to send them a message about the show notes though no. show notes are so broken on the web app yeah, can which you is weird. uh can you set so you still have you have both right now right because you have youtube yeah it's YouTube, all youtube red having youtube y'all remember yeah. that youtube red so is there a way to set that as your default like if i, if I come in the yeah, office and i say so you, it's set now oh yeah mine's yeah. set so yeah. i say hey g play whatever it's gonna default to spot well not for well me. if you have voice it, match set yeah, it for yeah, you yeah, no, voice yeah. match shouldn't for you but for you yeah. it's gonna yeah. okay cool mm -hmm. that's cool and so like at the house in it you know it it i feel like it does um feel like it does a good job so like you were saying if you get into the tesla it's picking up on what you were listening to on your phone if it's if so if i get out of the tesla and i didn't stop my music which i yeah. don't normally do and so say i'm listening to i've been really listening to uh one republic's yeah. newer album it's not new but um and so if it's playing and that's what one of those songs is playing in my head right now so i thought about it and so uh if if i come into the office and i'm playing our kind of chill hop thing that you know we have kind of going on here and i go get in my car it will take back over so if my phone say i had it in my earbuds or whatever and mm -hmm. i'm playing as soon as i sit in that and the tesla wakes up like it'll stop in my earbuds yep. and it'll start on it like the tesla will yep. take over yeah. as number one right but if it was playing something when i left it it'll start playing that again yeah. which i kind of like that at first i was yeah. like well i kind of wanted to do this i'm like no i, I don't to... i don't want it to be playing that's the stuff that we're listening to in the yeah. office but sometimes it does and it's yeah. usually if I've gotten to the end of an album or something and I didn't start something else and I'm getting out of the car and there's no music playing in there. So it, if, if it was trying to do something, it's going to restart yeah. what it was doing. If not, it'll get out of the way and right. Spotify will start I, back what we were doing. We need to, I need to test. So like if, if I say to the 
Max, our, our speaker, if I say, hey, play this, and I open up my phone and put my headphones in, I, I wonder if it'll pick up on what I had playing on my phone or what I was casting. Probably yeah, no. what was playing on my phone. Because what happens... It if, does if, automatically switch, though. So, like, I mean, yeah, if I put in my headphones, it automatically is going to start playing. If there's music casting, it will normally start playing. I just can't remember if it's what's so on yeah, my as, phone or... As a metaphor, the way I think about this is regular casting is like just connecting peripherals to a device with Bluetooth. Like, you just right. connect them and they connect or they don't. And sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. What Spotify is doing is more like hooking in a Logitech dongle. Uh, so I've, I've exactly, still wirelessly yeah. connecting them, but I'm connecting them to this hub thing right. that then plugs into a thing. Exactly, so when I yeah. tell uh, Google to to cast Spotify, it's going to cast whatever that server's telling yeah. it to. It's so the it's Robbie just, Payne Spotify hub. Right. Boop, whatever it's Robbie casted. Payne is doing, yeah. it's, it's going to do that right. thing. And so yeah. that's that's kind of the way it's going. And it's a lot smarter. Yeah. It, that's a much smarter way. That what's like once you back up and look at it, it's like, oh. Oh, that makes sense. It probably should have been From doing an account that. level instead of, right. yeah. And then it's not it's not stumbling over itself yeah. constantly, which I feel like casting is doing. Yeah. It's like, are you casting? And he casting? I'm casting? You're yeah. casting? Oh, it, and, and the and assistance in the mix of all of it. And, and YouTube a, music does like some people look at Spotify and think you know the 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 number of <clears> accounts <throat> you can have playing at one time is a limitation. It's like no, that actually cleans up the experience a lot because YouTube music I can have it going in multiple devices at one time, and so then that gets even more confusing on which one's casting to what and who's doing what, and so it doesn't know. It's like, yeah. oh, Robbie Payne's account's being used on four things right now. Yeah. So I don't Did know. Your, you were in Louisville yesterday, right? Yeah. Did your music stop at any point while you were driving? I wasn't driving most and of the And do the whole, well, on your way up there, did you get the whole, your music's playing on another? Mm-mm. Okay. Because I came in. And started I got back from stream. the, yeah, and I said, hey, play some music. And it said playing blah, blah, blah on your spot. So I must not have voice match because it yeah. said playing on your Spotify account. My I'm guess like, well, is probably once the next track loaded, it probably shot back to this thing nope he's using this in this car gotcha yeah because when i realized it said that i was like oh wait no stop yeah it's like somebody just lost their music (laughs) yeah sorry it's uh it's cool stuff uh i've been enjoying it the last uh few months that i've been back on it and uh and yeah it's just like uh a nice uh use of cloud technology to get something done yeah. yeah. And that's what we're all about. We yeah. love it. Yeah. So, okay, we're going to take a quick break for an ad and we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unboxed. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unboxed or click the link down in the show notes. Alrighty, welcome back everyone. Let's dig into an unboxing that we put out last week. And this is one that we saw out at CES and Mm -hmm. I, I think we were excited. We were like, this is a cool device, but we weren't like super duper jazzed on it or nothing. I was too tired. <laughs> I was well, too. I think it I was think the we end were, of our trip. We yeah. talked we were, about like, are we coming back to the show next yeah. time? Like it was that mode. It, it was, was middle strange. of our most packed day. Because like, it, it was like, we, we, hadn't, we, we knew. Eat? We I don't knew, think we had eaten yet. We knew down. it was a great device and we were really happy that it was way better than the one that they had released. But, the HP was all no, we were really worried yeah. about, and we were all ready to go home. Yeah, <laughs> and it was so, like uh, we we got hands on. And I was like, okay, this confirms it is better yeah. than what they've done. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll Thank get you. it in the office soon. Yeah. So you you might have seen the Asus. Gosh, I'm going to blank on the name. Sure. The first gaming. Uh, so Asus Vibe CX55. 
55. Why yeah. was I thinking 5601? That was the... 5601 is That was the big one. Yeah. So... <laughs> So we we did that video and then went out to Vegas and got so we did to see two videos back to back. So their gaming Chromebook we did and then we did the fifty six oh one both and it was right. like kind of poo pooed on both of them, right? And, and for good reason. They I mean, deserve we it. have to we have to uh, share our opinions when uh, they're good and when they're bad. And it's great fun to do that and then go talk to your rep. Yeah, they face were face. they were like they're, and they're like yeah we heard well and like but it but it also because we had been candid in in that uh, video in those videos. We were able to be like, so like, what's the deal? You know, like, like, it wasn't on? like we had to like, and it was good that they, that, you know, they, they weren't trying it. to, they're like, yeah, yeah, that's what, that's exactly what we did. We, we wanted to we get rehashed in. the CM5 or whatever it was yeah, right. because it's what we had. And, we needed and they wanted to be a part of the announcement. Around. Yeah, yeah. They, they wanted I mean, to be a part of the announcement when Google announced cloud gaming is here and here are some, you know, devices that are specific built for cloud gaming. Right. And, and I get it. it it's, it's fine. But it just didn't, like, that's not a device that we would recommend anyone really no, go by. No. So we see the uh, CX-34 at the Vibe. I don't, I'm going to blank on the whole name. The vibe, vibe CX-34, CX-34 Flip. flip. Yep. And it's, it's a terrible name. Yeah. For a we'll, just, we'll just call it the Vibe CX-34. Yeah. CX-34. And <laughs> so we saw this thing in Vegas, and we were just tired. Likes it was, things. It was, yeah, it was, it was rough. And then we got it in the office. And mm-hmm. did you open it before the unboxing? Mm-hmm. Be honest. No. I don't think you no. did because I thought that Basically, was the one we were like, it. all right, I'm actually cutting I this. I'm cutting okay. this one open because I'm like, hey, we've already done a hands-on. Every now like... and then we will open a device just to yeah. make sure everything's oh there. And... If it's a device we've been waiting on. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Sorry. you specifically, I'm not waiting yeah, for the camera. specifically saying that. You saying no. And also like, yeah, we are unboxing it for you, but it's we want to make an unboxing that's, you know, uh, knowledgeable and informative. informative. Yeah. Right. Not just... Not not a true live unboxing. Um, yeah, and so a lot of times, sometimes you know, if, we, if I've opened it, I'll just open it and look at it, and obviously make sure it powers on. Right, so that would be a, set up a whole shot. And you start waste the a video, whole bunch of time. It's like, but it's not that. like you're sitting there really. You're not checking the keyboard. You're not really doing nah. all this other stuff. Like I you do save that quick. stuff for the unboxing. Like, okay, yeah. it's it's good and I put it away. Uh, and and even if I do form any sort of opinion, I, I'll also reform them on camera. Sure. And you know, I'm gonna I'm not gonna be like, oh, I thought this about it when I opened it earlier, but I'm going to get on camera and make up a new thing. Like, yeah, no, no. I'm just, it's going to be, it's going to be the same reaction, right. but I got to do it for the camera. Sometimes. And so unboxing this one, you just have to, I mean, obviously we'll link, we'll link it in the show notes and everything, but uh, in the video, Robbie's like getting more and more excited about this device as you're talking yeah, about it. Cause I, I, I just kind of, I don't know. I, I literally slept on that one a little bit at CES just a lot. No, on. he actually took a nap on it. Yeah. He used it. I well, that it's, it's white. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was on a wall shelf back behind where the counter where like the rep was standing. It wasn't like it was in this area where we could really do some good hands on. It was loud. There wasn't a lot of place to mess with yeah, it. There was that three D. Yeah, laptop. there was. Yeah, the... Michael Fisher was over there with a mask on, and that was just weird <laughs> stuff happening, man. Yeah, yeah it was that three D. We talked about it in one yeah, of the other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Pro art, pro. Pro Art, Pro, Pro Screen, Pro Max, Pro Max, yeah, Ultra, 3D. Uh, but the Quad. 3D, the glasses free 3D was astonishing. Yes. It was wild. Um, it was that was cooler. one of the coolest things I saw. Yeah. Like, like you haven't seen it, Google things. It. Yeah, it it's it's yeah. bizarro town. Uh, hopefully, they'll put that thing in a Best Buy so people. I can wanted see it. to film it and put it on Instagram it's and nothing, shorts. There's no way to do that. But I couldn't. I would like tried. I tried getting some shots and I was like, nope, couldn't do it. But that's no. why they made they made that mask for Fisher so that so he could put his camera lens. Yeah, it tracks. The, it's on the eyes. Yeah. Thing to it. But even on his video, it just still, still it's, it's still, 2D. It's still, a, still doesn't look. T- the you're same, only yeah. capturing pixels in two dimensions. So, uh, but yeah, so that, all of those factors played into the fact that it was like, oh, here it is. It's here. It, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> suck. Um, so that was enough for CES. Like, I just wanted to make sure this thing wasn't terrible. And then it, it came in, and instead of just like not being terrible, it's actually insanely good. I worked from it yesterday, all day. Is it um, the one you brought to lunch today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I don't use a stylus that often, but to know it's there, awesome. I love just. I think most if, if stylus input is going to be part of the Chromebook story. Like if you got room for a stylus, just, just put one in. Put it in, yeah. Like the all these companies have made a little stylus that you know they can just regurgitate it, put the different end on it so it slips in and fits, you know. And um, so I love that part of it. It's not like super dainty or thin. It's just not, but it's also not like grossly oversized. Um, it's comfortable to hold. I love the finish of it. It's almost like a chalky kind of matte finish. Like it's got a grip to it. I like that. The keyframe feels great on it. Uh, typed quite a bit on it yesterday. Um, the the display is 400 nits. Stands up outside. I was at Top Golf. I was getting my 
car worked on and you know we ubered over to top golf to wait out the time and you know at uh i was sitting in one of the we're in 303 so we're all the way on the end where it's all glass back mm-hmm. and so i mean there's just tons of light everywhere and i'm sitting up at the little bar just going to town no the big deal huh? uh, 400 400 okay yeah 400 net and like good on them uh and you know and it's smart like lenovo um it it cranks the uh the hertz refresh down to 60 when it's not plugged mm-hmm. in uh so i didn't get to look look at that that 144 all day but for good reason like it keeps the battery from dying yeah. i worked on it and had it open most of the day yesterday and like it sat there like a champ i'd you know hit, just put lock on and go hit some golf balls and then come back and unlock it so i mean i wasn't babying it at all and i think i opened it up to take to lunch today it had 60 percent on it so yeah, i'm like it's it, impressive it was, it was doing well uh, i had it open for three solid hours at top golf and then at the the little Tesla place, I was I typed and worked on that article. Um, I think it was like an hour, solid hour there too. Um, so I mean, it 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 did really well, and I obviously had to have the the display cranked up the entire time. Um, so all that stuff's awesome. The speakers do sound really good. Like it was dead silent in the waiting room at, at Tesla, dead silent, no sound, and so. When we first got there, there were two people sitting there, and that was super awkward to sit four people in a room with no sound, like dead silent. I would have turned some music on. Yeah. So <laughs> when we got back over there, it was just me and me and my wife, and so we were sitting down. And I was like, I, I can't sit here and write like this, and so I I just turned on a little Spotify chill mix, and the speakers are so good in it that yeah, it was pleasant to sit and listen to it on there. You know, and the trackpad's great, and the screen's awesome, and it's obviously super fast it's a 12th gen i5 mm. and what's the ram it's an eight it's a 256 um yeah i mean it's it's uh that's the the lesser version right yeah the one that we got yeah uh, we might have gotten the 16 512 we did we got the 16 okay. 512 yeah yeah because uh, there's that one's eight sixty nine seven sixty nine but they're the, both i5s right yeah that's the only okay, uh yeah. 769 for the core i5 8 256 i would recommend the beefier one if, you if you're gonna go thinking about gonna buying spend one, 770 spend 880 yeah and, or 870 that, that amount of money for double ram and double storage is about standard for industry it's totally well and and, totally. and and you're getting that extra you know that headroom for for oh, steam yeah. gaming if you want to do yeah, that in the, the future photo editing photo editing, video editing yeah, yeah. Like chrome and eight gigs of ram is really nice chrome and 16 gigs of ram is yeah it's real getting, nice. yeah, just getting shouty um so yeah i mean like it, I, I don't know i guess Oh, and it's got an RGB keyboard too. Um, yeah. If you want to, if you want to mess with that, uh, I still think the HP is going to have the best looking RGB keyboard. It looks like, so it's sweet. It's so like man. Rainbow Road looking versus all it the rest is. of them. I my, you know, color deficiency. I have a hard time seeing all the colors in it. I'm just kind of like, mm. so I end up just putting them on white normally because I can't really see it anyway. Or doing like a blue, like a real deep blue is always nice on it. Like I can see that really well. Yeah. But the reds and the greens just get lost on the keyboards. But the HP, I could see all the like the whole rainbow of colors i'm like oh, it looks yeah. pretty sweet Especially against, on the white yeah one. against that that were the keys gray or white they're they were white the, white i'm pretty yeah. sure it's all white Man, it's uh, gorgeous yeah but i don't want to get off track like obviously we're kind of gaga about the, the hp but can't um, wait and it's funny like in in lieu of that a lot of times asus asus tripped and fell uh in in the shadow of the the samsung galaxy chromebook into in 2020 so mm-hmm. when that came out same thing happened two big Chromebooks get announced. The Asus should have been awesome. Like it was thinner, it was lighter, it was all this kind of stuff and had all this tech going and it just was a dud. Yeah. It was a real dud. And, um, you know, it was, it felt like that year felt like what last year felt like, you know, where they just kind of got lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the year prior to that for Asus, they had the CX-5 and CX-9 came out and it was like, oh, like, Asus is back. And, and we made back. a video about oh, it. Yeah. And then it's like, no, then, now they're not back. They're not back. And it feels like the CX thirty or thirty four is probably not enough to be like, oh, Asus is back in the game. But this is a good step forward, um, and it takes a lot of what they got right with the CX uh, five and the CM five, and just I feel like hones it a lot more. Like this feels like a there were just parts of the CX five that were like, oh, this is good, but eh, it's not the best. Yeah. You know, like that. This is a great Chromebook, a great Chromebook. Um, it, it'll get. I can already tell you, it will get reviewed very favorably. Like it's. It's an excellent experience using it so far. So it's it's is the bottom metal? What's is no, there any metal plastic. on it? Uh, the lid is lid. lid's metal. Yeah, which is okay. pretty. But they've done such a great job. And they did this with the CX five too. Like 
of matching the texture and the feel uh, and then using good plastic. Yeah. Like you can use good plastic and frame it up properly on the inside, maybe with some, some extra railing and stuff like that to make it not, you know, wiggly and movie. Like it's super sturdy. Like you pick it up with one hand from the, from the corner, it's fine. Like it doesn't feel like it's creaking and moving mm-hmm. and bending and shifting and all that stuff. And so, yeah, the top is aluminum and the bottom is plastic, but you, unless I pointed it out to you, you wouldn't, you're not immediately going to sense that. Yeah. Um, and for a lot of Chromebooks, you you open the lid and you just sense it. You feel yep. it's, it's top heavy. This feels firm and, and cool to the touch. And this feels sloppy and, and, and bendy at the bottom. And this, this is not that yeah. way. Um, yeah. It's just, it's firm throughout. Um, well built. Um, just it's it's just been a pleasure to use so far. So where I remember it becoming available when we were actually Gabe writing the article that it was available yeah, we when we were in CES. Like, oh, I think it's ready yeah, now. I think it's actually out. Yeah. So, it's, uh, so it's, where is uh, it? Where is it now? Amazon and ASUS, as far as I know. Okay. Uh, didn't BH Photo have it? Oh yeah, BH Photo. Have it. I'm. I can you get? Sh- can you get both? Uh, both models. So, at, at every everywhere or is it so amazon has three the, places yeah amazon, we have it on chrome shop uh, all three are on there there's one other place that's got it uh amazon bh oh amazon ASUS. bh and ASUS. Yeah. so uh, amazon has the they might have the bigger one now but they had the i5 8 yeah i think they and bnh both have ASUS, ASUS, ASUS is the one. only place i know that has the bigger one okay. i'm shocked because best buy had uh the asus and the acer when they first came out the other acer mm-hmm. asus I can't believe Best Asus Buy is hit and miss with Best Buy. Like, but that gaming—I mean, Best Buy has now has a cloud gaming Chromebook category. Yeah. I cannot believe that that device is not there. So, well, hmm. I, my guess is they probably Might. sign licensing things Possibly. with with companies and say you can have this for a month or whatever. But yeah, it was on Amazon the day we saw it, or the yeah, day it after. was pre-order at B and H the same day. So, but so it's available. pretty widely available. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it can go. You can you can get it. Yeah, obviously, we'll, we'll we're going to do a full review of this device, but sounds like you're recommending yeah, it. If, if somebody's into this device, yeah, if they're thinking, thinking right about now, getting so it. So far, like I've I've literally not come across anything with the device. Unless you're just looking for the most like svelte and sleek and light, because it's like three point seven pounds or something. Yeah, I was. So it's like, not, I carried it back from the it meeting is not today. Dainty. It's, yeah, it's, it's not like gross and oversized, but it's not dainty. Yeah. It's not trying to be the slimmest, sleekest thing ever. It's just well made. And and what's funny is like with a chassis like that, you can get away with it a little bit more because it's white, and so it has like there's a flare about it that you don't get with a lot of laptops. Right. If that was a black laptop or like a dark charcoal colored laptop, it would feel incredible. You'd be like, oh, that's, that's chunky. Was incredibly it? You know? industrial. That's yeah. exactly what it was. So, yep. It's funny yeah. what you can get away with. It's just a little color change. Yeah. And that's probably why they did that, I would think. Uh, it just gives it, it gives it a little bit of flair again without going overboard. Like, you know, we, we'll, we'll see gaming Chromebooks probably eventually, um, you know, with more gaming flair to them. But so far, they've all been like so tame that. You if could you, take them to work. Yeah, you turn easily. off the RGB keyboard, and like nobody yeah. else is going to know anything. Yeah. And you know, let's not forget the Pixelbook, which is yeah. one of everyone's favorites yeah. uh, over time. Like it's it's an all white device. Like yep. white laptops are kind of sweet looking. Yeah, like I'm going for the H the white HP oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, it's just for cool sure. looking. Um, so uh, yeah, you know, I, I I have nothing really bad to say about that device yet, um, and hopefully I won't by the time the the review comes out. But so it's been so great. You, yeah, so you've mentioned the HP a, a, a few times, Dragonfly Pro coming. I, like I mentioned the HP at gotta, any time gotta, I can. Gotta, gotta, gotta like, throw hey, it in. It's a sure microphone there. Have you seen the HP <laughs> Dragonfly Pro? It's nice. There's a black version that's <laughs> like <him>. this. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the St. Andre golf guy when he's finding every reason to talk about TPC. S- sawgrass, did you? Sawgrass? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So... Another company uh, that you wrote about this week that we wish would make a high-end Chromebook. And maybe it'll come after the Dragonfly. Like Maybe the Dragonfly will come. The market will (laughs) accept it. We're at LG. Yeah, LG Graham. But HP needs to make a a gaming Chromebook, too. They've stayed out of that fight thus far. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Acer, Acer, it's time for Acer to make a high-end Chromebook. And some people may hear that and be like, wait, they have, you know, the 713, 714. Right. Those are nice. I would call those 
mid high. Yeah, they're nice. Like they haven't swung. Yeah, but no, but but have you seen their premium <laughs> Windows and a lot of devices? Haven't. And that, <laughs> they're yeah, so and dope. That's what I was writing a, a deal arc or something the other day, and I, I referenced ultra premium, and and my idea of ultra premium has changed a lot in just the last twelve months because yeah. two years ago, you know the 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 best buy models that were like the consumer facing core i3 core i5s to me that was ultra premium because that was kind of where the market was unless you were buying enterprise i'm with you that's middle of the road now that's solid consistent good device that i can recommend to people but if you want ultra premium you need to go pro yeah or a swift that doesn't exist yeah yeah Yeah. it's gonna be you know it'd be high end thousand dollar kind of range and and acer acer isn't even come close to doing that the one the the 713 the original 713 had a config that was close to a thousand dollars yeah um and you know gabe did the the poll and we collected some data and eight hundred dollars seems to be the spot where most people are comfortable with a high-end chromebook yeah. oh excuse me i think that's a little bit on the low side um when you start thinking about materials that you would need to make a premium, because we're not talking about just a, a nice Chromebook. We're talking about like a premium Chromebook because uh, you get a premium Windows laptop and they're $2,000. I mean, look at uh, Samsung's we talked about last week. You know, the, the Galaxy Book Book 3. Ultra, Ultra Pro. Ultra. <laughs> um, when, you t- when you put all of those components together, it just costs money. Yeah. Never mind all the R&D that goes into Have you ever opened up a laptop and looked at the motherboard? And, and what the foresight that has to go into creating something like that is, is mind boggling to me. Like, it's not like you can just off the shelf, grab stuff and, and put it together like Legos. You know, it's like you, you have to start with this chassis and then think, okay, how do fit that thing in this chassis? And, and okay, well that motherboard work with this. And like that, like, you got thermal dispersion oh, and all I mean, sorts of stuff. It's just I mean, especially when you start, start talking about, about super thin and light right. devices. Yeah. Well, cause if it's going to be expensive, it can't be chunky. You right. know, it's gotta be, it's yeah. gotta be super thin. Okay. Well, it's gotta be super thin and super light and super fast and super, you know, okay, well all that stuff costs money. So there's R and D and there's work and all the people you got to pay to build the thing to make it. And you know, 3d rendering and design and figure out how to make it all work and fit and, da, 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 and test and do all that. And then think about the components you're asking to put in these devices. And so, you know, these two thousand to three thousand dollar Windows laptops that all of a sudden people want that same hardware in a Chromebook, well, because it, r- it doesn't run Windows, right? It's like that doesn't make any sense. The value proposition we've talked about a hundred times makes sense. I get why would I want to buy something that expensive if I can't do X Y Z on it? Right. No, no arguments there. But a thousand bucks doesn't really get you a ton when you start talking nicer components in a Windows or a mm-hmm. uh, MacBook type situation. $1,000 in a Chromebook, we expect everything, right? Yeah. We expect the, the moon gotta have and it the all. stars. Yeah. Like, and, and so it's it's a weird conundrum for people. And that's to uh, the, the poll kind of proved that, proved itself out as to what I thought the view of the a good majority of the general public still, because uh, there were quite a few comments on Twitter saying, well, why would you pay that much for something that just runs a browser or can't yeah. install apps on or this oh, yeah, yeah, or that? Yeah. That's still a general consensus for a lot of people. Right. And that's going to be Google's uphill battle to prove to people that it's so much that's more than that. Yeah. 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 And they have to. I mean, um, from what we understand, that's that's kind of the goal this yeah. year is yeah. to, to remove a lot of those hurdles that yeah. are removable now. Yeah. HP's taking a big swing with the Dragonfly because they believe that the market's ready for that whether yeah. they know it or not, you know. Yeah. And yeah. so like yeah, I, br- I found another way to bring up there. <laughs> it'll it'll and it'll prove I think the whole thing one way or the other. It's either going to not go well and we're, you know, 6 or 7 or 800 dollar Chromebooks or that's it. And right. That's what the market's going to do for another few years. Move up. Or people are going to be like, "Oh, this is this is really awesome." And I hope they stick with it. I hope they they stay true to the, the device as a whole and, you know, make sure to kind of see it through and provide good support for it and stuff because it took the pixel book and granted this was years ago, but it took the pixel book months before people were like, well, damn, this thing's good. Like, I love this thing. Mm-hmm. Like journalists, mm-hmm. reporters, people in creative spaces going, I was resistant to it, but I started using it. I'm like, yeah, oh, how many, so nice. yeah, how many, why I, I returned to my pixel book or why I'm right. I'm only using the pixel book. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. And so like, I, I think HP has the ability to do that now. 10 X at this point, I think yeah. there's enough people now that, that do rely on Chromebooks hundred percent, you know, that, that, or do rely on them enough to sink some extra cash into a device, a that's, device that's nicer nice, yeah. and it feels yeah. better and it's it's more comfortable to use. And so all of those things play out. Well, here's Acer over here that's never tried 
Uh, and and to be fair, I don't know if they've even tried an Enterprise, have they? They've, no, they've their never. Enterprise devices. Like, have I feel just like been... Asus took their swing with a CX9 in Enterprise. To me, that's not taking a swing. That's that's you know what HP is doing is taking a swing. Uh, what what Samsung did with the Galaxy Chromebook that was taking a swing. Um, making a two thousand dollar Chromebooks a Dell kind of move. Like we're yeah. gonna make it and we'll build it when somebody orders it and that's it. And yep. we'll never sell it anywhere. We'll never market it. No one ever know it exists outside of those guys at Chrome Unbox. You know, and and, and that's go watch our one video we did about it two yeah, years ago. And that's, it's frustrating, you know, trying to talk about them because people are like, Well, that's just for, you know, people in suits and you know, in corporate offices and stuff that have the money to just spend random amounts of money on a computer they can hand out to their people. Um, and that's where high-end Chromebooks have been for a few years now. Um, at post Pixelbook, Pixelbook Go, Samsung. Yeah, you know that's it. Like when we saw a big push, it felt like what last year and end of the year before it was like, oh, we know all these big Chromebooks are coming. They were all enterprise. Yep. It was all enterprise focused. You couldn't get your hands on them. It was so frustrating. I mean, the Elite Dragonfly, we were so excited about. And yes, a consumer can buy it, but even right now, even with a discount, the cheapest you can get one's nine hundred dollars. Right. And it's yeah. not a ba- it's a great device, but it's still nine hundred dollars. Retails for like fourteen. Well, and you're asking people to buy stuff sight and seen too. Like you can't go to Best Buy and look at it and be like, nope. oh my feel God, it. This thing's oh, gorgeous. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, this this new one that right there different. makes it not a consumer device. It's a not. consumer device is something that people can see in the go wild. Look and go it. look at it yeah. and see it. You know, and know that okay, well, I'm, I realize I'm spending my money on something that feels premium quality. Yeah. And so, you know, Acer, <laughs> I, I would yeah, Lenovo has done a couple. Uh, enterprise ones that are bigger swings, but that they haven't really taken a big swing. I don't know what is their that C fourteen's oh, their enterprise of oh, so the yoga. Yeah. Their consumer line that that like their high end yogas look um, like this year's model is amazing looking. Or they got that split screen one we saw at CES, yeah. you know, like stuff like that. They've not tried that obviously with Chromebooks, and, and that's the thing. They did the Lenovo Yoga C six thirty back in the day. Yeah, I uh, thought they were going to start going down that road. It's like they just—it's time did it. for them to do that. That, that was yo- the only Yoga, right? Yeah, well, they have Yoga Chromebooks that are EDU devices. Yeah, well, and they've got the Idea Pad. So that the blue one, the navy one blue of them one, is a Yoga. Oh, that's yeah. right. It's one like a C thirteen Yoga or yeah. something like anything that. that converts for them. They slap right. Yoga on. Yeah. But I'm talking like the consumer Yoga. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah. So remember uh, we thought Peabody was coming. The, it was. It, it was, was totally a thing, yeah, and then it just got scrapped. Which is that's what that thing is now. Yep. That that Peabody that we talked about years ago it was a dual screen Chromebook, like that was in the in the yep. works and a digital Haptic keyboard. keyboard. Didn't work out. Yeah. Um, but Acer, you know, is uh, among the groups that have, hasn't tried at all. Um, I don't think, and they have it. Like they've got the the hardware, the we, ability, the scale. We've messed with them like multiple the, years. Yeah, it's some not of just their one devices. Year. The, yeah. I, what was the new one? The Swift Seven. I don't think they CS? put a name on it. It's just the new Swift. New Swift. Acer Swift. And so that they're instead of doing a five, a three, five, seven, like they do kind of with Chromebooks, yeah. like those models. It, it's like what, Swift Go, Swift yeah. fourteen, and then a fourteen the X. X. Yeah. yeah. Well, the one that we, <laughs> RCES. We messed. Well, I looked at it again. Yeah. We messed with the Swift fourteen. The, the the nicest. Like the, the yeah, because the X one gets it's a thicker device and it's got a big G, honking GPU. Yeah, you get a big GPU. In it. This one is like the nice consumer like normal it one. Felt like it weighed oh, this much. It, it was insane. So we, we like they had a big huge booth when we first walked in. I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, what the heck? Yeah. And, and then they did the same thing they did last year. Oh yeah, same same. They were like, halls, they were like, so, yeah. oh, you guys come over here, and we like walk into this like side room that's like this big like it's like a ballroom, like, much larger room than it needed to oh, be. They right, yeah. fit their stuff in here. Uh, social and, media team sitting at the table doing stuff. Yeah, it was it was just like yeah. a press sty- type room, yeah, but like the, the, the press side. people are in there working. It was it was fine. I'm not dogging on yeah, it, but yeah, it was yeah. just not, it was, it was a little strange, but they did have the Swift, uh, PCs over on the side. So mm-hmm. we're filming, we're filming the 24 all add in one. We're filming, uh, the Vero, uh, EDU devices yeah. out now. We, we were looking at that, looking at some of the other EDU devices. And then I'm over there filming, trying to get B roll of this add in one, which was strange because there was, the lighting was weird, whatever. And Robbie's like, "Hey, hey! As soon as you're done, come look at this thing." Go look at this. Robbie's thing. over there just playing with this little paper thin oh. laptop, and so nice. the screen on that thing was Big, huge saucy OLED, and gorgeous just, screen. You know, wow! Fantastic track. I don't know pad, what what's keyboard. the price on that guy. 
I wonder. Uh, well, I don't know. I think they're like a twelve hundred dollars, twelve or fourteen. Kind of yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's their premium end, and yeah. for a little while, Acer was back and forth on their premium laptops, like that because that Aspire was their like entry level. I think it still yeah. is. They had Swift, but then they had one other. They have a Travel Mate, but they have they had some uh, other laptop brand. Um, I don't remember what Aspire. it was. Aspire, no, yeah, Aspire. Yeah. Aspire. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was always or, their lower uh, end. Yeah. Maybe. What was the what was the what was the like creator brand? Oh, that's uh, Concept D or whatever. Yeah, Concept yeah. D. Yeah. That's their. That's big, a different uh, thing. That's, that's yeah, that's I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the I name. I feel like of it, they though. had they had two higher end um, brands, but it's Swift now. Like that's their thing, mm-hmm. and you know these these laptops are just gosh, they're just gorgeous. I yeah. mean, so it's, it's like you all have the hardware. You have it. Yeah. It's it's right there. Just make a spec with a Chrome. Yeah. We're just gonna start putting Chrome OS on these and just. Show them. Just show them off. Look, yeah. look at this. Let's just put flex on it. I mean, that's what, what that, I, a friend of mine bought a, a Samsung laptop at Christmas because he needed something just for a specific Windows application because he's usually a Mac guy. But it's, he said it's like a $900,000 Samsung. I don't know which one it is, but <laughs> he, he said $900,000. $900,000. Every keycap is diamond. <laughs> yeah. But it's, 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 sapphire yeah, it, it's a 12th gen Core i5. It's pretty it's, standard. It's yeah. gold plated. But it's sleek, yeah. dark metal, and just every, the fit and finish. And he said he got it for like a little over 500 bucks. I'm like, every Chromebook manufacturer should be making something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, they have the ability to do it. Absolutely. Like, they do. It's just choosing whether or not to do it. And and again, for them, I get it. Like manufacturers, anybody listening to this that's like, well, I'm in charge of the Chromebook team at such and such. Like, look, you we suck. No, <laughs> no, we totally get it. Like, totally get Like, when you're looking at that value proposition for the manufacturer, they're looking at it and going, if we dump this money into this thing, we're going to have to sell it at this price in order to make our profit because they're a business. That's what they got to do. And so when they look at that price, whatever that price is, they have to decide if we put this out here at that yep. price, is anyone actually going to buy it? Yep. Um, and so that part's on Google to, to help these manufacturers get that stuff aligned. And I feel like that's the goal this year where is to, to clean that stuff up so that it's it's clear, hey, it's okay if you want to go make that. In, in, in some of it, I, I mean... Some of it is is awareness, right? Like just showing people what it's capable sure. of. But some of it's kind of marketing too. Like yeah. Chrome OS has gotten this this bad rap, and I mean, you know, it, people still say it's just a browser. You know, it's like some of the comments right. on Twitter, and you know, why why is it that some of these luxury brands can charge what they charge for some of these? You know, Balenciaga, whatever. Well, they've they've marketed it in such a way, and people want to pay that because right. they've created a, a certain you know. Uh, uh, understanding around this product that people want it and so you know i think just reinforcing like getting it in people's hands like showing people that you can do these things but then also like a little bit of marketing and you know like i think that creating a message that isn't the oh it's just a browser yeah and i I agree with robbie i think that's where they're at with the manufacturers because for the last few years it's been you know chrome os marketing has all been kind of like taking digs at the other operating systems and fun lighthearted stuff which is good people need to know that stuff they need to know it's secure they need to know it's lightweight it's safe it's all they need to know all that but now that that bed that foundation has been built it needs to be hey this is a viable, formidable option in the PC space. Yeah. And like, it's be, legitimate, and you need to consider it. Right? It, it'd be fun for... Uh, I never loved the Surface commercials that were kind of like this, but maybe an idea could be like almost like case study type thing, right? Where yeah. it's like, I'm so-and-so, and I use a Chromebook to get my such-and-such job done. Yeah. I'm so and so. I use my Chromebook to get such a job. Right. Do you remember those the surface ones where I'm talking about? Where the one that I always remember is like the lady was like totally pushing overwork culture. She's like, I work 80 hours a week, and I blah blah. blah. Oh, like yeah. people online were like, cool. Like that's not cool anymore. Like right. that I sucks. That sounds miserable. But it was like you know, I'm a I'm a movie director, and I use the surface right. to get blah blah. blah, blah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, we should just do that. We'll just make those videos. Yeah, yeah. All make right. our own commercials. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I think there's there's obviously still some evolution of the market. We got to see how the Dragonfly Pro does. Yeah, we're all very hopeful. Uh, I am. I'm a little I, anxious about it. I'm I am. We will shout it from the rooftop. Yeah, I can. I cannot it, wait. What sucks is it's it'll be out, you know, in the spring or whenever they're going to release it, and then it's it'll be till the end of the year before we know. 
whether it accomplished anything or not. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it's, it sucks to not be able to just know. Like, it's here. Is it ringing a fight or yeah. not? Can you all just let yeah, me know? Yeah, with some of our partners, Did you sell we out might, yet? <laughs> yeah, like with some of our partners, we might get to see some of the some of the I clicks. So. I mean, obviously, we know how many clicks we send to certain sure. things, but as far as sales and that sort of stuff, we can we can track some of that through through Best Buy and other partners and stuff. Yeah. So, like, we, we'll maybe get a little pulse on it, but as far as like. A shift in the market, yeah, for sure. It'll be yeah. It'll take it'll take, it'll six, take a eight while months so. to know if it had any impact at all. Yeah. So yeah, but folks, that's it for this week. We appreciate you all tuning in and listening and watching. If you are watching over on YouTube, make sure to give us a thumbs up. Go down there and click subscribe and click the notification bell so that you get an alert when we put out future episodes, weekly episodes like this. Maybe an interview here and there. Yep. Just new stuff from the, the Chromecast we'll podcast. We got an interview coming. We yep. do. Never it's going to gonna be a good one. Can't tell you. You better yet. get subscribed yeah. and get it's that notification be bell. Is it Elon Musk? It, it no. is. Yes. <laughs> he heard I bought a Tesla. <laughs> hey, he's in. To he's us. like, I've been waiting I've this been moment. I've been waiting for Robbie. one. Finally, after yeah. two years of talking about it. <laughs> that is 100% false. <laughs> not yeah, we're not. We're not going to Oh, you bought a Tesla from a used car? Hey, if anyone. Way to go. If anybody from Elon's team is listening and want Elon to come chat with us about Chromebooks, Why we would not? be more than happy to host him. <laughs> yeah. We'll fly to him. Yeah. Okay. We'll <laughs> that's go to the it. Gigafactory. Yeah, we'll go. All right, that's it for this one. We'll catch you all in the next one. See ya. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.